0: made me first
1: suspect Joe, was that he knew more than any innocent person should have known. I suspected Irene the moment I heard the fireman's testimony. You have the unimportant fact. I suspected the postman after he testified. I
2: suspected. I suspected. Listen to radio's newest, most interesting and thrilling program, Suspicion. And now, suspicion. Somewhere in the drama about to be presented is a seemingly unimportant fact, a hidden clue that first casts suspicion on the ultimate culprit. Listen regularly to this thrilling series. Test your powers of observation and deduction and find the hidden clue. It may be a single line, a sound, perhaps a complete scene. All names and characters depicted in the story are fictitious. Any resemblance to persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. In The White Wolf of Paris, the story we presented last time in this series. Do you remember this scene? Leon Gascon as you'll share the Prince Surté, have just heard Henri Bautiste confess that he killed Annette Cartier in self-defense. After reading a note from the white wolf found in Annette's purse... Anything else?
3: She had some keys, a ticket to Marseille, a little over 500 francs, mostly in large bills, a lipstick and a compact. Here is the candlestick, The one she snatched from my desk and struck at me with. Yes, it fits the dust mark. It was clutched in her right hand, Leon, like this. There's only one set of fingerprints.
2: Only one set of fingerprints, ladies and gentlemen, was the hidden clue. Henri Bautista used the candlestick for paperweight. And therefore, there should have been at least two sets of fingerprints on it, his and Annette's. But after shooting her, he'd wiped the candlestick and placed it in her hand. And now, the show-up. A few minutes after 9 o'clock on the night of October 10th, a trim black coupe stops before a small grocery store in a large eastern city. Leaving the door of the idling automobile open, a slim young man crosses the sidewalk, enters the shop, a pistol clutched in his right hand. Hand
4: over your money, sister.
0: Oh, but... but, but uh, oh, quit cackering,
4: come on. Open the cash box and give. Snap into it. I,
0: I sent all the money Open to... that
4: cash register, sister. Oh, but... I don't want to bump off an old dame like you, but I'm... Oh, that's better. So you sent all your money to the bank, eh? <laughs> well, this is enough for me. So long, sister, and don't worry none about your money. Safe with me.
1: What did he look like, Mrs. Perry?
0: Oh, commonplace, sister Blake, commonplace.
1: How tall was he?
0: Oh, just kind of medium-like.
1: About my height?
0: Well, Mr. Blake, he might have been taller and he might have been shorter. Now,
1: think hard, Mrs. Perry. We're going to get this crook, but we need something to work on. Would you say he was heavy-built?
0: I'm doing my best, Mr. Blake, but it happened so fast. All I know is he might have been fatter than you. Maybe he wasn't so fast. Uh,
1: Well, did he wear a hat?
0: Oh, I noticed that all right. His hat was pulled down kind of low, it was. What color? Oh, I wasn't looking
1: at his hat. Were there any marks of identification? You mean scars, jewelry, rings?
0: Perhaps? No, Mister Blake. I didn't see anything like that. Maybe I can't tell you what he looks like, but I'll know him if I ever see him again.
1: The man we're after, Chief, is about five foot ten, weighs close to one hundred and fifty pounds. Each time, he's worn an old faded purple hat, a dirty tan overcoat, no tie, no glove. Hmm. That's not much to have gotten out of eight hold-up victims, Blake. How many men wear faded purple hats and... Chief, you remember Jack Thornton? Yes. He answers this description. I saw him coming out of Sammy's pool hall on Crescent Street last night. Thornton, specially, was holding up small stores before he went to prison. I'll drop over to the pool hall tonight, you have a...
4: How about shooting a game of rotation, Kelly? Okay. How come you're so late tonight? <laughs> Lose your way? No, I just got back from across the river. I was looking for a job. <laughs> I thought you figured them kind of jobs didn't pay, Jack. Oh, I'm going straight, Kelly. Ah, lay off that, Jack. Where are your pals? If you ain't working, how come you got money all the time? Sammy's kid brother's been lending me. <laughs> Ed? <laughs>
2: Say, if that guy lent anyone a thin diamond, it'd be news.
4: Ed's okay.
2: Say, what's the flat foot want? I don't
4: know. I ain't done nothing. Send him up, Kelly. Hold it. He's coming here.
1: Hello, Jack. Hello there, Kelly. Howdy. Howdy. Hello, Blake. You coming along yeah. easy, Thornton, or do I have to use the bracelets? Why? Eight stores were held up recently. A little birdie chirp, that the store owners would like to see you without a gun in your fist. I didn't do it. Come along, Thornton. We have a special cell for you at the station. All the comforts of home. And I'm booking Mr. Jack Thornton on suspicion of armed robbery, Sarge. And I
3: was thinking I was that he really meant to go straight. You remember him coming here after getting out of prison
4: and asking if we knew of a job he could get?
3: Oh, it's sorry I am to see you here, Jack.
4: Well, I'm telling you, I didn't pull them robberies. If I get my hands on... Say, I bet someone's been taking my hat and coat and imposing they all was... All right, all right. Turn out your pockets. Okay. There's ten bucks in the wallet. Six bits and change. Yeah. Here's a cigarette lighter. Well, keep that in your smokes. Give me your rings, oh, I can't take it off. If I could, I would have hocked it a couple of weeks ago. Take
1: it off. I can't. Any more than you can get that dirty grin off of your face. Okay, Thornton. I'll keep the dirty grin on my face. Only it'll be a lot wider after you're identified and show-up tomorrow morning. Turn on the lights in a second, folks. There'll be five men. Now, if you see the one who's robbed you, speak up. Okay, Pat, switch on the floodlights. There's the man. Which one?
0: In the middle, wearing a faded purple hat. Just on
4: That's the man, the man who robbed me. That's him. There he is. In the middle. He's your fellow, all right. That's the man. About That's him. the
2: fellow I said. I would know him, the one in the middle.
1: There isn't any doubt at all, Miss Thornton. Your brother was positively identified by eight different people. But
0: Jack swore he was going straight, Mr. Blake. He's not the type to go back on his word. Yeah,
1: when you've known criminals as but long Jack's as... Jack's different. Well, suppose you tell me what he's been doing, Miss Thornton. Well, he was
0: hunting for a job every yeah, day Yeah, where'd I... he get his money? Oh, Ed Jelton's been lending him money. Ed
1: Jelton, huh? Eh? He's waiting outside. Suppose we ask him. Corporal, send in Ed Jelton. Hello, Mr. Blake. Miss Thornton, this is Ed I'm
4: oh, Pleased to meet you, Miss Thornton. Uh. Say, if there's anything I can do for Jack... You and...
1: did lend my
0: brother money, didn't you, Mr. Jelson?
4: Well, answer the lady's question, Ed. I'd like to help you, Miss Thornton, but I never lent Jack a cent. What? I offered to night before last, but he wouldn't take it. He said he was doing all right. Of course, I didn't know what he meant. <laughs>
3: about it, but crying ain't going. to it.
0: though. I hardly knew it.
3: Sure he has, miss. You know, when Jack was booked, I had a feeling he was innocent this time.
0: He is. I know he is. After the last time he promised me he was going straight, I believed him. I still do.
3: And it's a good thing you do, Miss Thornton, because I think this is a case of mistaken identification.
0: You mean you... But you're a policeman. Sure,
3: and it's proud I am to be one, miss. But that don't mean that I think Jack's guilty, because I know he's innocent. You
0: know he's innocent?
3: Sure, and that's a fact. But with eight people as well and your brother's guilty, well, you know, we just have to prove that someone else is the robber. What if you know he's innocent, Sergeant. Sure, but it's got to be proved. Oh,
0: How can I do it?
3: Well, I, I've been giving it a lot of thought, Miss Thornton. First, we've got to know where your brother spent his evenings. And if he wore his hat and coat all the time. Now, he says he spent his evenings at Sammy's pool hall and he did Hello, Miss Thornton. How are you? Mr. Jelson,
0: isn't there anything you can do for Jack? I know he's innocent. I'd do
4: anything I could for him, but. Well, Mr. Blake's determined to send Jack to prison.
0: You mean, frame him? Not exactly,
4: Miss Thornton. After all, eight people have identified your brother as the man who held him up. But it
0: wasn't Jack they saw.
4: Yeah? What do you mean?
0: Look. Jack came here every night, didn't he?
4: Yeah, every night for the last couple of weeks.
0: What if someone borrowed his coat and hat while he was playing pool and supposed... A guy would was...
4: did that would be a rat. Well,
0: that's exactly what I think, Mr. Jelton. Put up your hands. Say, you
4: don't think that I... Drop that gun, you little fool. Help! This man's to right. Shut up! i him to get excited about it This drunk dame's trying to frame me. I'll take her away. You watch the stand here till I get back, Kelly. Okay. Me and you are going out for a ride, mm-hmm. sister.
0: Say anything, Mr. Jelson. Honest, I, I won't.
4: You're taking care that you don't, sister. Turn left at the next corner. But I... Turn left. You drive and I'll call.
0: Honest, it. I didn't really think you'd committed those whole Mr. Jelson. I
4: suppose you came to see me on account of you think I'm a good-looking guy, eh? Well? <laughs> you shut off your mouth too soon, sister. Turn left here. Where are we going? To the flower mill. And then, honey, you're going for a swim get sucked into the paddle wheel, see? It's oh. kind of messy, but you won't do any talking after that. Now slow down. Keep your hand
0: off the wheel. We have a slow phone Slow down truck. or I'll
4: pluck you. Go
0: ahead, cute. You. you know what'll happen. We're going 50 miles the Look, look out. There's a
2: truck coming. Yeah. Look out.
3: And how do you feel this fine morning, Miss Taunton?
0: What happened, Sarge? They won't tell me anything.
3: Well, when you didn't phone me after going to see Ed Jelson, I said to myself, Sarge, I said, maybe you should make a report that she was kidnapped. Kidnapped? How did you know? Don't say nothing, miss. I don't want him to think I'm a liar. Well, after the wreck, I said to myself, it was a fella like Ed Jelson that kidnapped you. Yeah? Well, there was only one cell to put Ed in, and that was your brother. <gasps> and when Ed saw he was in there, Well, he got him right frightened, and he told me and Mr. Blake all about impersonating your brother on the hold-up job. Oh! He's still at the station, miss. Mr. Blake won't let him go. You see, Blake made an appointment with the fellow about a job for Jack, and he wants to be sure Jack keeps the appointment. Following day after work, Jack Thornton stopped at the police station to see Sergeant O'Hara. Sarge? How come you thought I was innocent this time? Well, I didn't think a fine-looking lad like you would be wanting to go to jail a second time, Jack. There isn't much to go by. Well, you and Ed Jackson was pretty much the same and You talk alike. I figured he might be impersonating you. However, I knew you
2: were innocent. Before. Ladies and gentlemen, did you discover the hidden clue that caused Sergeant O'Hara to know that Jack Thornton was not the robber? If you did, write into this station and tell us the hidden clue you found. And to check your powers of observation and deduction, listen for the correct hidden clue in this story the next time we present... Suspicion! <laughs>